0: Hello, welcome to the Manual Handling Collective. I'm your host, Simone Hepburn. I'm a physio and manual handling educator, and I'm passionate about injury prevention. This is a podcast where I speak frankly with the brain's trust of manual handling and other amazing industry leaders in and around the occupational health and wellness community. You get to meet them, you get to be inspired, you get to learn from their stories, and you get to stay up to date with the latest and greatest in manual handling and wellness. So let's crack on. Today, you'll meet Nico Nib, who's speaking to us from his homeland in the Netherlands. Nico hi. holds a high a master's in human movements and has devoted the past 33 years to the field of occupational health, specializing in musculoskeletal disorders in healthcare. He's a researcher and educator who's written over 100 articles. Is that right so far?
1: Yeah, so far. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs>
0: Your company is called Locomotion, which you co-own with your sister, physiotherapist, Hanika Nib. Are my pronunciations right so far? Oh, you
1: can you can do it. It's well, the way we say it is knibber, but, you know, if knibber. you say nib or okay. nibble or whatever you want, okay. it's, yeah, it's fine. I'm fine with that.
0: Great. Oh, that's very good. So yeah, Yeah. Knibber. Yeah, very good. Thank you. Okay, so uh, together, Hanika and Nico uh, create all of the Netherlands resources around patient handling and have trained tens of thousands of workplace trainers, which they call Ergo Coaches. Uh, a little story behind this podcast, we were hoping to catch Nico Nib when he was in Australia. He was invited to be the uh, keynote speaker at our Australian Manual Handling of People conference last year. Which was unfortunately cancelled. And then again this year, which was unfortunately cancelled due to COVID nineteen. So here we are. The next best thing is we have brought Nico to you virtually. So welcome virtually to Australia, Thank Nico. Thank you. Thank you, Fanny. Sorry you me. couldn't sorry you yeah. couldn't be here in person.
1: Yeah, it's very sad. But you know what this were you, is, looking as you say forward next, to? Well, just um, just being with you and meeting you and, and, and sharing knowledge and, and you know, that's something we miss. And I, I guess you have the same. It's, uh, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. For one year and a half now, you know, you miss talking to people and miss d- discussions and yeah. So that's, that's Absolutely. what we miss. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm. Oh, but have also, Australia. A... yeah, you've Sorry. been out here before you're out in 2014, you came to our manual hailing conference in Brisbane. Yeah. Um, what did you like about Australia then? What were you looking forward to, to doing this time?
1: yeah i must say i i only was there for um for 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 a week and it was an incredible trip i had the conference for, i think it was ace and then i went to to melbourne for one day and then i went to sydney for one day to do a presentation so it was it was really crazy so i didn't see much of the country <laughs> i'm sorry about that uh <laughs> but um of course i had the opportunity to speak to loads of loads of people so that that was uh it was like a how do you say that? Uh,
0: like a whirlwind?
1: Yeah, something like that. Yeah, but, but <laughs> I really, really enjoyed it. But I, I must say, I, I promised myself next time, if there will be a next time, to, to go there for a couple of weeks and take time and, and relax and
0: yeah. yeah, yes. So, sounds brilliant. Um, Before we dive in, just one question about COVID-19. I know we could talk all day about it, but Mm -hmm. tell us uh, briefly in the Netherlands, how has COVID impacted you in the Netherlands and your daily life um, and your work?
1: Yeah. Well, of course, it has a huge uh, impact on on everybody here in the Netherlands and in Europe, you know, the same as it has for you. Um, But um, professionally, uh, you know, we're supposed to work in, in in our homes as I do now because this is my my home office I uh, like a good little office in the garden so uh that's the way I work and that's uh, uh yeah it, it's incredible uh, the, the, the way we, uh, we we can do a lot but you know it's you know you don't have the real contact with people you don't have to contact with you don't have the seminars and the discussions so it's a bit it's a bit boring so uh we're looking forward to to open up and 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 go out but uh, personally I had a I had a COVID infection last year, which wow, I recovered. You,
0: and you yeah, I recovered. Told me you had to yeah. Uh, home home quarantine for two weeks. Home
1: home quarantine, yeah. I just actually slept in my office here. I had a <laughs> sleeping bag here and slept here and my wife got <laughs> brought me my food. You know, that's the way we did it because there was there was no, you know, we couldn't get any vaccinations by then. So uh, that's the way we did it. And we, we, we were, of course, very, very care, careful. And uh, mm-hmm. but <laughs> she got infected as well, and my daughter got infected. So, oh, but they yeah. all, you know, we all went quite well. Just three or four days, uh, we were we were sick. So uh, we're now vaccinated. So, uh, mm-hmm. we
0: and yeah. and have you recovered fully? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Thank you. Yeah. Good to hear. Uh, now. Let's dive into your career. So with all the guests we like to hear a little bit about their career journey and what has led them to where they are now. So you can you tell us a bit about where you started, what motivates you and um, why you're passionate about this mm-hmm. industry?
1: Yeah, Maybe tell a little bit of story. I was, it was back in late 80s when when my sister and, and myself, we were students in Amsterdam and uh, we wanted to, 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 to earn a little bit of extra money. So we started training nurses at at a nursing school and they asked us to to do manual handling techniques and train them but we didn't have any issue what it was like so we had a little booklet with all the techniques the australian lift the hug lift, whatever yeah. you know that kind of stuff so we just started doing that and the australian
0: on, uh, lift we're not necessarily proud of anymore in australia no, I I know, since I we know. don't use it anymore
1: <laughs> i know but it was in the book so yeah. we did it we did it <laughs> Well, actually, it's it's quite a, you know, a mechanical, it's a quite a smart, mm. smart lift,
0: yeah. but it's not, yeah.
1: it's not safe, but it, it is a smart yeah. way of doing things. Yeah. Um, for those so, who,
0: just yeah. just to interject, for those who haven't heard of the Australian lift before, if they went around when that was happening, it was basically a, a shoulder into the shoulder of the patient right. and With then kneeling people. on the bed. Yeah. And then yeah. together you squeeze in and drive them up the bed.
1: Exactly. So you, yeah, yeah you make a kind of a... Building a bridge Bridge. with with the patient in between. Person in the middle. (laughs) Yeah, right, right, right. Which, which was a smart idea, Um, but not safe. Uh, And then um, we, we, uh, my sister, she she went. She, she, uh, she's a little bit older than I am. And uh, she, uh, she uh, did a piece of research and, and we asked the nurses that we were training before our training and after our training and uh, if they suffered from back pain. And before the training, 18% of the nurses said, yes, I have back pain, young nurses. And then they went into the, pra- into the nursing practice, worked and had our training. And then after one year, more than 80% suffered from back pain. And we thought, hmm? What's going wrong because we train those, we train them, and mm. then, um, so that was quite a striking, striking thing. We had no idea what went wrong, uh, mm. but but that was on the i, I knew somebody who was uh who's a journalist, uh, national newspaper, and she put it on the front page of the of the national newspaper like, wow, there's something really going on here. There's a big, huge problem on the nursing, and we're you know spoiling our nurses' back pain. And then you know that that was uh, the rest is history. So that that's where, the way wow. we started.
0: Because the eighties was um, sort of even before the No Lift came out of the UK, right? Because yeah, um, true. yeah, yeah. I was reading one of your articles in nineteen eighty nine. You started the Ergo Coach project, right? And right. No Lift wasn't announced in the UK till ninety two. So
1: that's you've true. been working
0: on this for a long time.
1: Yeah, the funny thing what is keep, that we. Way- what
0: keeps you going?
1: Yeah but the, the funny thing is that we went to the UK in the early 90s before they had this uh, no lift policy and we did a lot of training there you know we traveled mm-hmm. all over the country and trained to train the british basically mm-hmm. <laughs> which is a funny story um mm-hmm. but um yeah your question was what what keeps you go what keeps yeah. us going yeah um well it's more than th- 30 years now and i was thinking and i think what keeps us going is two things, you know, you see uh, if you speak to nurses, if you and we do a lot, you know, there's nurses all over the place um, and they're um, they're still suffering from back pain. They still have issues and mm-hmm. and the um, the average uh, age of the nurses is going up. So and, and you know, the mobility of our patients is going down, obesity issues. So there still is a big problem. And uh mm-hmm. So that's that's one. And the other thing is that um, uh, we get motivated because there's more and more people not only in Holland, but all over the globe who who are picking up the subject and are working on it. And mm. like like you, for example, Simone, in in, in, in this podcast, you know, that, that there's more and more people doing the, doing this and motivating, giving ideas and sharing yeah. knowledge. So that's, yeah. you know, it's another that's way. of yeah. yeah, it is. Definitely. Yes. Yes. Mm. So, I think. Well,
0: yeah, yeah I agree. And um, I'm sure the listeners would agree as well that there's so much to learn from other countries and, and from sharing. So, you know, I know when I go to a conference and I go back to work, and, you know, if I can sprout something at training that I've learned, you know, about patient handling in another country, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, adds value to what I can give and also True. adds credibility to to the industry. Um, right. So you are the perfect person now to enlighten us on a few international differences. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the reason, there's a few reasons I think you're the perfect person. One is that the Netherlands is about the same size as Australia. So we can do a, you know, size Oculation comparison wise. between, yes, yeah. not land size. <laughs> no, we no, no, we no, talked no. about that. <laughs> Australia, I think on the map covers the, most of Europe and the UK and then some. Uh, yeah. land size but just population your, we're the same
1: just for your idea if you go from east to west in holland it takes you about let's say uh half a day on a bike
0: <laughs> on a bike yeah so that's it <laughs> wow uh i don't know east to west in australia on a bike i don't know <laughs> you wouldn't make it, it takes you that's half a life <laughs> uh, the other reason you're uh, useful to enlighten us is that I know you've been involved in some international projects um, around the world and, you know, just where you're geographically situated, you're easy access to, you know, Europe in the UK. So I'm sure you're going to have some, some great insights. Before we talk, though, about other countries, tell us a little bit more about the healthcare system in the Netherlands and about safe patient handling in the Netherlands.
1: Yeah, what we um, um, most of our healthcare is is funded by uh, is, is is funded by our government. So that's uh, that, I think that's important to know. The same counts for the, for the things we do and people who are in the patient handling field. Uh, almost everything is is funded by governmental bodies. Some of it is funded by, uh, for example, by the vendors or social partners or other. Bodies who are uh, who are sponsoring you—that's yeah. Mm -hmm. But most of it is 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 governmental initiatives. Just because, yeah, because Mm -hmm. uh, well, the main reason is of course we have to take care of our nurses because you know we we cannot miss one because we're there's a huge shortage of nurses and you know these shortages is even getting worse and worse and worse. So we have to put money in that. That's that's the biggest reason.
0: So in, in the Netherlands, then you have. Um, so so, what's your role in that then with locomotion? You tell us.
1: Our role in it, mm. um, what well, we uh, we do uh, different things. Uh, we are our background is research, so we do a lot of research. As as you said, we wrote more. I, I didn't count them, but I guess you did <laughs> more than hundred <laughs> articles, more than that. Pieces of research that we that we do, we still do that. Um, so that's our role. But also um, we all, always do uh, uh, studies and translate that into um, tangible things that nurses can use or managers can use or physios mm-hmm. or anybody who's in the mm-hmm. field uh, can use on a daily basis. So it's not
0: mm-hmm.
1: research for the research or for getting your PhD or whatever. It is, you know, it has to lead to something that's useful for, for, for the nurse. Mm. Uh, so, so that's what we do we do research we do um, uh, for example we make tools like assessment tools etc cetera, etc cetera, but also uh, uh, websites and booklets and posters and every, every you know everything that helps oh. uh, getting getting the subject uh, mm. the message across
0: mm. so all the training resources for the whole country are consistent everybody's using the same modules and the same materials
1: um yes sounds like but a it's, it's,
0: utopia it's, of patients. yeah pandemic. but
1: but it's not mandatory you you know if yeah, if i if i wake up this morning and i think okay this is because this is i yeah, like just I just give you the book. Let, let me see. just just mm-hmm. this this is a, a booklet that we use. Here mm-hmm. here are all the Same you know it. the techniques yeah. and all, everything is in, in it. Yeah. But if if I wake up uh, one morning and say okay this is rubbish, I this, mm-hmm. we need something new, a new philosophy, a new tradition whatever. Um I'm perfectly free to do that and get the message across and write articles and try to uh, to get my message message across in mm-hmm. in, in, in hospitals. So it's mm-hmm. that's not mandatory, you know.
0: Mm. And it sounds like it's not prescriptive. Is that what you're saying? You're not true, prescribing, true. you must do this, you've got some options.
1: Yeah, you got some options, but we have what we call uh, guidelines for how do you translate it, uh, physical load, uh, guidelines, physical load, and it's mm-hmm. just a one-pager, and mm-hmm. uh, that is that is mandatory, that it's enforced <laughs> every, by yeah. the labour inspector. So, for so example...
0: technique or... Th- every technique or thing you do has to fit with those principles. Yeah, I, I, I can
1: give you one or two examples. Um, mm. I don't know if you work with the mobility levels, a, B, C, e's.
0: I know them. All
1: oh, yep. right, okay. I know them. For, um, yeah. we, we use them in Holland, all across the country, and uh, one of the guidelines says if you have a C and you do a transfer with a client in mobility level C, you must use an active lifter.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You must So do for that.
0: those listeners who don't know the A to E, so A is the most independent right through right. to E is the most dependent. So C is right. that person Is 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 in the middle, yeah. Mm-hmm. And when
1: you move to a D, then you must use a passive lifter. And that mm-hmm. is enforced by the Labour Inspectorate. Mm-hmm. So you have to do that. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you know you're overloading your back. So, mm-hmm. and and for example, another thing is is a, another guideline is if you shower a patient in a seated position, you must use a high-low shower chair.
0: Oh, I love That's that. That's another I'm, one on your uh, your your website, the till thermometer website with the risk assessment yeah. on it. And yeah, but yeah. we're not
1: we're not there. We we're monitoring yeah. that, you know. No. And I think about sixty percent, maybe six. I think sixty mm-hmm. percent in long term care of the patients who are shout seated are done on a high low shower chair. Wow. We're not we're not there, but uh, it should be hundred percent because Thanks. we know from yeah. research. We know from research if you do that in a, on a not high low shower chair, you're overloading your back. You know, it's mm-hmm. crystal clear. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: I went to a nursing home in Australia and I'm not saying this is everywhere, but the last one I was at had no height adjustable shower chairs. Yeah. So I think we've got a long way to go.
1: Yeah. But, but I'm sure because, because we're you know, Hanukkah and myself, we are in this business for more than 30 years now. If you look back 30 years, you know, it's, sometimes I look over pictures and wow, this is, you know, it looks like, like before world war II, but (laughs) it was incredible. Yeah. Uh, But, it, it, it is, you know, it is changing. It's tra- changing mm-hmm. rapidly. And I'm, and I'm very sure that the nursing homes, that you, the nursing home that you mentioned now, mm-hmm. if you have the opportunity to go back there in five years, yeah. it will be different. It yeah. definitely will be different.
0: Yeah. So uh, for the listeners, can I confirm as well that um, your training and your resources that you mentioned, they cover the context of acute hospitals as well as aged care facilities and in-home care yeah situations as well yep.
1: ambulance care yeah everything every all yep. the all the where, where where people are working with each all other the, let's all say. the
0: cares yeah
1: yeah yeah <laughs>
0: um, okay sure. so now I want to switch on to other countries so from your involvement in safe patient handling around the world I'm curious about what are some of the common common themes and then the differences like Would most countries that you see use a train the trainer model?
1: Um, Yeah, I think um, what uh, there's a question before that because what I think is um, you see a lot of countries focusing on training. For example, UK has a huge tradition on training, Um, and we were quite surprised that when we went there, they 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 do a lot of training, 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 and because the basic question is we want to reduce back pain is that can we do that by training or maybe we should tear down the whole hospital and redesign a new one maybe that's more effective or maybe we introduce lifters or sliding okay. sheets or a combination of you know um maybe that's far more effective than than doing training and and that was a, a quote that uh, i think that was in 1984 by a British professor and he said uh, something like uh, if the, uh, uh, no amount of training can correct the situation you know it's, it's, you can train people but if if the ergonomic situation is not perfect or optimal mm. Mm. then training is useless and it's yeah. even it's it's you know it's throwing throwing money out of the window
0: mm. it's like our example time. of the uh, of the Australian lift that's a training technique but we're not it, exactly, exactly getting gonna... ex- to
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The training we did, Heineken, myself, when we were in, in the late 80s, that was completely, completely worthless. It was it actually increased the problem. But we didn't know that by, by that time. But but now, you know, everybody knows that. So uh, and, and I was so talking about training. I think um, first question is, do we need training? Hopefully not. You know, hopefully we can solve it completely different in a completely different way. But, you know, sometimes you have to do the training but uh we prefer not to
0: yeah and when you say training i guess we're talking about like technique training right patient handling techniques we're not talking about training and awareness of risk assessment or training and awareness of how to use equipment correctly yeah yeah of
1: that's course a, there's, there's different yeah, yeah I, that's mm-hmm. what i mean yeah that's true yeah mm-hmm. yeah of course you know for example the the the, the conference in brisbane where i was in in 2014
0: you mentioned yeah oh man i was
1: <laughs> can't believe it yeah <laughs> um but um yeah and, and there was a lot of you know i i remember workshops and, and and about these kind of topics about assessment and that kind of stuff so and and about communication how do you communicate with your patient in an optimal way that that they stand up themselves for example so um that kind of training is is still important but mm-hmm. i i I'd like to stress that before you do training, get just the things in place. Otherwise, training is so, you know, worthless. Mm-hmm. And that's what you see in different countries. No, it's and that's what we've done in Amsterdam in the, in the late eighties. You know, it's the most easiest of, way of, is, is grab a book, read the techniques, and start training. You know, but it doesn't. It won't solve. Won't mm-hmm. solve Stop the problem. The problem.
0: Mm-hmm. So. Um, sure yeah can you give us some examples of different uh, you mentioned traditions different traditions or um, habits from different countries and you mentioned the UK has a strong training kind of tradition, tradition.
1: yeah yeah what well, for example what you see is uh, uh, Belgium which is uh, which is really close to us it's about it, just a, an let's say a half an hour, hour an hour drive and the funny thing is that the northern part of Belgium, they speak Dutch. So we, as B- B- Dutch, think they have the same. It's the same country, but it's not. They have, the, they have their own legislation. They have their own, you know, cultural differences, yeah. and these are quite. They they're picking up really fast. So what you see is they do a lot of online things, online training, also in really enforced by the COVID situation. So uh, that that's for example what what they do. Um, there there are yeah this there is so many um for example if you look at eastern europe like countries like poland and you know uh romania and kind of they have really really budget issues
0: mm-hmm.
1: so um they are and and that's another uh trap that you easily fall in because uh, they have money issues so so uh, it, it's it's um Uh, it's really hard to 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 buy the good equipment so what they do is they go to training again because that's cheaper Mm -hmm. so uh and that's you know
0: it's not getting them any progress
1: no 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 not so uh i was there there was that actually was my last presentation on a seminar that was in warsaw in the last year in february and i was trying to get the message across you know don't do (laughs) trading but buy buy things or 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 or, you know you know get good you know but tools, uh so. mm. get good tools do do your assessment get it in in place and mm. so mm. there's so there is huge huge challenges and there is also uh how can you communicate with each other we're now speaking english but you know mm. um the French, for example, you know they have they have their own tradition, but I, my my French is really limited. So, <laughs> for for me, it's hard to 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 get okay. Wh- what exactly are you doing? in, in, in... so yeah. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah, and you mentioned you've um breaking down some of those barriers. You have been working during COVID on converting a lot of your material into English.
1: Yeah, you said some, some of the websites some, were being some. converted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah, really helpful.
0: I had a look at those, and we'll we'll talk about some of those. Um, are there any other opportunities or enablers that you can think of that help with this sharing and, and collaboration around the world? Trying not to have everyone working in their own silos. Mm-hmm. Well, um,
1: yeah, well, what I think that it really opened my eyes, uh, We I worked on a project a couple of years that was funded by the European Union uh, mm-hmm. in Brussels. And um, that was purely about cooperation in the eu uh of all these i think it was 24 countries we now have wow. in the eu uh how do we co- cooperate and in, in getting earth is healthy and it's not only about patient handling but also about you know coping with stress and
0: well-being uh, mm-hmm. aggression
1: well-being that kind of mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. Ed- education um and that really opened my eyes uh, uh about the power of the social partners you know the you, the, the unions of course but also the the united uh, the, the 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 employers and the employees the these two groups have mm-hmm. in and a different per country in Holland they're they're not so powerful but if you for example again in Poland they're really really powerful mm. so if you and I, and I think that's important what kind of in uh, a difference per country that that the social partners can be really 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 good uh, really powerful Douglas. drivers mm. to to mm. get your message across but also the vendors that you see in a lot of countries that vendors are one of the first to uh to to, to try to get the message across we, we we've seen that in holland as well and i think in mm. loads of countries that uh, for, for the, that the vendors are really strong in in in, in promoting patient handling mm.
0: And I know you do, like yourself, you know, you're researching and presenting at conferences and international projects. Do you have any ideas for the regular folk who are on the floor, like the trainers in in patient handling, how they can contribute to this sharing and... um,
1: for example, there is this uh, American Journal page, Safe Patient Handling and Mobility, wasn't Safe it? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. And I think that's a really good... That's, mm-hmm. I think it's yeah. an important one to um, to read it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think mm-hmm. um, we should... For example, this pod, podcast is, of course, <laughs> is a really important one. Yeah, yeah of course. Thank yeah, you. it is. <laughs> um, going, going to, to conferences. conferences. But, you know, that... <laughs> That's, when that's a back. hard point, yeah, yeah of, at, at the moment. Um, yeah. but um, uh, we uh, m- maybe that's an idea. We have a website, it's called ergofilm www.ergofilm.nl. Um, and we asked ergo uh-huh. coaches or nurses if they have a good idea, just make an ergo selfie of yourself, tell the, tell your story, and then ah. put it on a website, and everybody can uh. Can can watch the videos, just two three minutes that that you say, hey, I got this problem and I, this is the way I solved it. Bye bye. And, and that and okay.
0: that was. Oh wow! So do, do people um, do people comment at the bottom? Is it like a yeah. problem-solving platform? Or is it just a, 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 a share of an idea?
1: All the the videos are on YouTube, so you can you know give your comments beneath. Mm-hmm. Uh, but comment videos are I'm also on, on the website. Okay. So, uh, but physically they are on YouTube. Yeah. And I maybe like that's, it. that's a nice mm. idea. So like, Hey, I'm, uh, mm. from um, whatever. And then uh, from Queensland yeah. and then, <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> I had Queensland. this issue,
1: but now I've solved here's it.
0: My, yeah. My this problem. is my
1: problem. And I mm. solved it that way. Mm. So, uh, and maybe, maybe that's a good, idea. it's really cheap. Mm. You know, it's just, you just need a, a website.
0: Mm. I think it is yeah, I like that. I think in Australia we we have a forum, mm-hmm. like a chat oh, that's forum, nice. so it's more written than it is video. But I really I really like that angle of the video yeah, and you can actually words, show right? because sometimes
1: it's about techniques or or, or, or machine or you know. So that's uh, mm. a, 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 may, maybe that's an idea. Mm. But but it's so nice. One. I, I was. Um, uh, it's also a bit just asking people. Sometimes people are not very reluctant to ask. I was surprised because uh, we are now working on a on a mm-hmm. study that's about time saving uh related to patient handling how can we save time and it will be published mm-hmm. hopefully in the patient uh the american journal patient safe patient handling and mobility and and one of the ways mm-hmm. we got our information was just uh asking people so we had a, a group of 20 people all around the globe and we asked them two things what do you think are, is uh are Uh, ways of saving time and secondly can you substantiate that just Mm -hmm. two questions and we ask 30 more or less random people we know and uh, 15 of them responded really good so that was I I was surprised because I thought okay you get a lot of emails and stuff and you know but people yeah well they actually responded so another answer to your question I think um, just ask people so if you have an issue, just ask people, mm. you know, why not?
0: Mm. Yeah. I think one of the traps uh, we have in Australia, you might have some feedback for us. Um, because we have state-funded healthcare, we can fall into the trap of just mm-hmm. sharing within the state. Um, yeah. So if you've got any ideas on how we can do better as a country.
1: Mm, you don't have a, like a... Um it's a group of experts or something or
0: uh, yeah, I guess the 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 forum is uh-huh. probably what I touched on before the manual Handling Association yeah. has the chat forum, but it, I guess it's a cultural thing where people look mm-hmm. inward towards their state before they look outward to the rest of the country..
1: Mm. Mm. Yeah. Big
0: question: How are we, cha- how are we <laughs> okay. our Yeah, we
1: don't. You, uh, uh, because we have those uh, email emailings. You know that like, uh, every once every mm-hmm. one or two months, you, you people can can uh, can subscribe to those emailings and you get the news. Uh, you send the news, so so people can react on that. And yeah, okay, yeah, like that was newsletter. the word I was looking for.
0: <laughs> is it? <a> <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: yeah, we have that. Yeah, we have the so I, I, and and that is we have several of them um that's a way i think to to build because you're looking at basically how do you create your community that's 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 the question mm, um yeah. and it takes mm. it takes social media it takes newsletters it takes uh mm. websites it takes podcasts mm. uh mm.
0: and it takes mm. seminars
1: so that's uh that's the problem at, at mm. the moment mm.
0: yeah which take manpower and then take need resourcing behind it. Yeah. 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 Maybe we need some special, uh, we could do with some special, uh, funding project funding to, to set that up in Australia would be good. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: think, yeah, we, I think we are here in Holland. We are in happy circumstances that the government is willing to pay for these kind of, uh, initiatives, but, uh,
0: Oh, sounds like the utopia of patient (laughs) handling. Yeah. Yeah,
1: But, uh,
0: (laughs) Like a dreamland. Well,
1: just if you have the opportunity, you're welcome to visit <laughs> in the
0: utopia. The <laughs> <laughs> utopia of patient handling. Tell me, um, you have shared with me uh, five different websites, uh, which mm-hmm. I'll put in the show notes. And there was so much good stuff in there that's free. And you mentioned, you know, that's from your um, government funding, which is brilliant. Can you step us through a couple of them um, and what do you think are some of the best resources for listeners to dive in and take a look at? So the five of them, so one of them is your website, like motion.nl. The other one, um, these are the five I've got, free learning. Um, I'm going to pronounce this wrong, but it looks like Google. Uh, All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then (laughs) (laughs)
1: Because no, no. <laughs> <goes with> okay, <laughs> in it, so that's that's that's
0: oh, okay, very hard. I that's gonna be tricky for me. Right. Uh, Till thermometer, which I mentioned, which was the risk assessment calculator, uh, which is in English, and then Lear Stend- Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, lear- learning mode. How do you say translation that? Translation learning. How how how? It's, okay, uh, It's mode. a tool. How to, uh, yeah, how to get into the learning mode. The first, first mm-hmm. maybe the first, and that okay. was, uh, that was the good news that it was translated in English and that's a tilt thermometer. Um, do you want me to, Yes. do you want me I to put that one moment. up or are you putting it up or?
0: Uh, if you've got it handy there, you probably get it faster than um, me. Um, but yeah, if there's anything you want to share about those web pages that you think would be useful for people.
1: This is the one I think. Can you see this? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, um, talking about trend. Yeah.
0: So what's, does till thermometer have a translation? Um, well, or what's till is another till word for about? lift.
1: It's, well, it's Dutch for lifting. Okay. So, uh, we decided uh, okay. to translate everything a part of the title. <laughs> so, mm. uh, and it's not, it's not very good title because it's more than lifting. It's also about static load, maneuvering, putting on pressure stockings, that kind of stuff. Um, uh, but I think um, it's a very simple tool. Uh, it's uh, something that an ergo coach, somebody who's familiar with the word, can complete within ten minutes. Um, I will just give you mm-hmm. a couple of things. first. You have to fill in these fields. Are sent elsewhere, elsewhere. Tulip number of clients, and it filled in by Simona. Uh, I've prepared this a little bit, as you can see. Um, then you have to uh, you. put in. Um, for example the, the next step the number of clients per, per mobility class so you have the the a the b c d's and the e's um mm-hmm. and i think i just gave i uh, have one example here yeah two a's two b's four four seven, okay. like six and then you have to say mm-hmm. for those a's how many of those a's actually do you use a standing lifter or a passive lifter? um then the system starts calculating if it's okay or not based on the guidelines for physical practice. So as I said, um, if mm-hmm. you have a C, you must use a standing lifter. If you have a, a D, lifter. you must use a passive lifter. A uh, if you do not do that, passive. then it's not okay. You're in the red zone. Uh, another mm-hmm. example of this mm-hmm. one is I, I will just give you two examples. The number of clients that wear one or two anti-embolism is that right pronounce? All oh, right. Okay. Em- anti embolism yep. stockings. In this we have a ward of 20 20 patients, 16 of them wear those stockings and only three have the correct equipment putting on off and on uh, uh things like like mm-hmm. doff and don or whatever. Um mm-hmm. the guidelines say that you must use something that you do you're not allowed to put it the, the, the stockings on with with your hands. You have to use it, uh, some equipment, right? An
0: aid, An aid mm.
1: yes. Um, here, <laughs> uh, as we said, right, this right. The you, just the light light adjustable shower yes. for yeah. your for your nursing home. Let's say yeah. 20, 20 patients. Yeah. Zero, right. right? Is that well, That was correct. Uh, then you click on your results, correct, and then you see the results here. And the red bars are not according to um, the guidelines of physical practice, and the green bars, green mm-hmm. parts of the bars, are are uh, are okay, are safe. So um, these are just mm-hmm. and
0: excellent. So can you then? Uh, would someone be able to print that result section out? Or uh, you Is get that, or you just
1: yeah uh, yeah. Does it have a, and then you can download this in a PDF. To... Right. Yeah.
0: Download. Okay. Yeah.
1: Beautiful. But um, the system doesn't save your data. Uh, it's completely free, but because of uh, privacy, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, um, uh, we don't have an in log. So you don't have to log in. You don't need any keywords or whatever. You just mm-hmm. can start right away and put your okay. data in. But once you've uh, yeah, and then, then, then download. download a PDF, and then you can share that with your mm-hmm. colleagues mm-hmm. or managers and say, hey. Wow, you know, you, we've mm. got this huge red bar for for the for for the the shower yeah. chairs. It's something we really need to work on. Uh, you know, and you can make a plan for the next one or two years, or five years, or ten years, yeah. whatever, depending on budgets.
0: Yeah, and even yeah, in Australia, if we don't necessarily have those same practice guidelines adopted here, it's. International is, yes, guidelines yes. that yes. other countries are adopting. So right, it gives us right. a comparison. And, and here point it says,
1: maybe I don't know if you can read it, but it is in line with practical guidelines, SEN yep. in ISO technical Standard. report 12296. So it's not only the Dutch mm-hmm. uh, guidelines, it is uh, it is based yep, on research, mm. based on biomechanical uh, studies, etc. Et so um, it's mm-hmm. not something that's mm-hmm. out of the blue.
0: Made up, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Do you want to share, um, I I know your website, the things I noticed about your website is it had re- um, uh, links to download of you all of your research articles and a lot right? of those were in English for people in Australia to have a look at. Uh, and then also the, um, what's the you learning? To, uh, yeah, um, well, you want to
1: sh- sh- see the locomotion thing? Oh, right. Yeah.
0: yeah. 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 I think f- for this one, you can use Google. This is the one you had to use yeah, Google so, yeah. Translate to see. Yeah. Um, in if you English. go to uh, so for those who don't use Google Translate, you you open Google, go to Google Translate, you drop in the, right. the website, and then, and then um, you drop uh, you adjust the languages <laughs> from Dutch yeah. to English, and then you basically click on the website again, and it then right. you're viewing yeah. the website yeah. essentially in English. So it's not it's not it's not a and then you click away. on
1: uh, publications,
0: publications publications
1: and then you can see all the publications most of them you can download it's just everything's free mm-hmm. uh that's you know that's a good thing about it because mm-hmm. most of the things are, are are funded by our government so it's free for anybody all around the world so uh but the the disadvantage is that most yeah. of the things are still in in dutch because you know our government is not paying for translations so that, therefore, we were so happy to have a, finally have a tilt thermometer in English, so that we can share with you people like you. It's okay. This mm. is the tool we use. That's we think is nice. Mm.
0: Um,
1: yeah. Sorry.
0: And is so the other parts of your website you need Google Translate for? What was the other website? The something learning um, for nurses? Yeah.
1: Well, um, that was. Uh, let me see. Yeah, you mm-hmm. have to choose. Uh, Am I a carer or I'm somebody who's working like, like a porter or, you know, cleaners um, mm-hmm. because they have issues as mm-hmm. well. And then you can just start tool, and some, then, then you can watch a video how it works. But basically you get about, yeah. uh, I think, about 12 questions. Uh, the first one is I know the mobility levels and then you can say, yes, I do know them or don't know them. Uh, the second one is, I know the guidelines of physical practice. You, you, basically, you score yourself. It's a self-assessment mm-hmm. tool as a nurse. Mm-hmm. And then, mm-hmm. you know, for example, this one, I can work with transfer aids with, with the small ones. I can use with transfer sheets. I think I can do that. And then when you've completed those, I think 15 questions about precious stockings, about all kind of transfers, and then you put in your name and your email address and then the system gives you advice, learning advice, like watch this video or uh, do this e-learning module or uh, talk to your physio or etc. etc. Mm-hmm. So you get a, a, a mm-hmm. tailored learning advice okay. on your screen as a PDF.
0: Mm-hmm. And um, what was the other... The other one that had the modules and the quiz questions that was open to all nurses. It had, um, I think, 60 modules, 20 were for patient that handling specific.
1: Right, right.
0: Free learning, that's the one. And then the little – I really like the little videos, the scenarios that were in this. I think I did the module about uh, lifting someone after oh, yeah? a fall. What would you do? Yeah. Um, yeah, and the quiz questions were in English. I could get them in which, English, which, which, which was really good. surprises me um, because but that's, scenarios, I think
1: that's what Google does, doesn't it? Yeah. They, they just translate. Uh, it's incredible. Yeah, I
0: don't think I had to. I didn't have to translate. Yeah, I didn't have to translate that one. I think oh, it just wow. popped up for me in English. Um, but the videos were people speaking yeah. in Dutch. So I kind of got the gist of what was going on. Uh, and some of the quiz questions had some words no. in it that I didn't recognize. So I actually didn't oh. pass the quiz. But the questions were, were interesting for me. And also the scenarios were just so powerful. Uh, it showed me what a great uh, teaching yeah, we, and learning the, tool they we are.
1: Just, we started this one, I think, about eight years ago. And, and uh, we started with one or two of those oh. modules. And then it really took off. And we're now looking at more than 40,000 um, courses a month. So uh, wow. f- just for the Dutch, you know, Dutch population. And,
0: um, mm, mm. and this one as well, I liked because you could, it, once you've completed the quiz, it would um, like right. show you a certificate right. of completion. Show. So you could, you know... You could evidence yeah, what. what yeah, you need out.
1: to 80% of the questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need to to answer them correctly, and then you, you and get then you get your certificate. <laughs> and and if not, you can just try it once again. Um, and it's it's full. We was quite. It it uh, part of the success. I think is they quite short the modules. It's about let's say 20 minutes, half mm-hmm. an hour to complete it mm-hmm. if you watch all the videos, etc. Um so but because what we see in, in Google Analytics is that when uh, when the module is too long, people stop doing it. So we uh we cut those modules in into pieces and make them more uh like like uh, how do you say that? Like chunks or chunks, right? Okay,
0: yeah. yeah. Yep, exactly. And it's yeah. And Sorry. what about the yeah. and it's Keep not going. only
1: about patient handling it's about you know communication and you know, m- nursing. yeah
0: mm. but n- those skin exactly. pressure care, care and- about
1: you know n- malnutrition here hygiene um mm. all these mm. guys, incontinence prevention infection prevention
0: mm-hmm.
1: we were really surprised and 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 uh, and the covid helped us helped us um, to put this to, to 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 promote this even stronger, and people are actually using. But mm. during the COVID period, the, it, the percentage of users rose up to twenty percent extra. So we really thought, okay, this is the way to go: combination of you know uh, live mm. training, online training, um, but also the certificates are really really important. We we think that's the feedback we get from from our nurses. Mm.
0: Mm. So that's uh, and the other website, yeah, the other website that I can't pronounce, Nico. The Google uh, group, yeah, me say it again wrong. That one had some great little modules as well. That's the one that was from memory. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, this is basically it's just uh, uh, a website with
0: what does gebrak. that mean? Uh, what is... uh,
1: that means um. Something like yeah, um, uh, use it well or something well well using how to
0: okay.
1: basically it's about more than two hundred instructional videos how to use how to do proper yeah. transfer uh, how to uh, wash something on a, somebody on and the, in a bath or whatever so...
0: yeah and and I liked how they were again chunked up into yep. tiny little sections, so I think on the um how to apply compression stockings, and I think there was like. Fifteen yeah. little videos, and thirteen of them were different aids that exist in the Netherlands. Yeah, for and example, this this uh, this one I is stone gauze,
1: which is compressor stockings. But when I click on it, you get the videos mm. here. Uh, Fifteen videos: how to how to use because because the yeah 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 yeah, yeah because yeah, the guidelines state that you if you put on pressure you, you need to you use need one. To use so one. you have to. Mm. Then yeah, uh, mm. f- you have to educate, educate yep. and we are.
0: Yeah, this came up in English. Oh, this wow. came up in English for me. That's incredible. Um, yeah, but the yeah the videos inside each module was somebody uh-huh. speaking yeah, again in Dutch, so that, I had to kind was, of watch that was me, along. By the I way, I was, the I'm
1: doing the voiceovers.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
1: just for budget reasons. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it was a great share of all the equipment that's available, and we don't have anything like that. You mean in the equipment so or the videos? I thought that was a great example of what's possible. All oh, right. Well, both. Yeah, uh, we I'm might sure, have all that I'm equipment, sure but, have, but I don't because, know about all of them. Because
1: we, some, if we look up equipment, yeah. you know, we just Google, and sometimes it says uh, only available in in yeah. Australia. So uh, I'm sure you have. Yeah. Huh. Mm. So um. Yeah, and, and, and this a couple is I you know it's it's. Um, um well for us it would be really really nice you know because we we, it's free the videos are free we we anybody can use it but it would be really super we think if we can just share it and and people are willing to to make translations or change the voiceovers in english or whatever if you like it you know maybe maybe you have another Mm -hmm. tradition in in Australia and new zealand but uh if you like it it's free to use so um now we are really hope, yeah. hoping for a more, you know, communication between countries, helping each other out, giving, you know, and this is, this is just mm. free. So uh, please, please watch it and, and mm. hopefully oh, yeah. use it.
0: I think that gives everyone a good um, idea of what some of those brilliant resources are uh, out there for them to check out. My last question, Nico, before I let you go to start your day in the Netherlands, <laughs> yeah. uh, if you had to look into your crystal ball into the future, uh, what do you see, and uh, what do you think we need to be focused on in the next uh, short term, sort of five years?
1: Yeah, in the um,
0: handling industry.
1: Yeah, I can only talk about you know the Dutch the Dutch situation and the things I see around here in Europe. Um, mm. Uh, because as you said, I haven't been in Australia since, since 2014.
0: 2014.
1: Uh, but anyway, uh, what I <clears throat> see is, um, um, I think we can be really, worldwide, we can be really proud of having this patient handling silo. Is it silo or silo? Silo.
0: Silo. Mm-hmm. This patient, ha- say silo. Mm-hmm.
1: patient handling silo, you know with a magazine and without every, you know, people like you, people like us, you know, there's loads of people who are working in it and are really putting energy in, in it, uh, free time in it, professional time in it, um, mm-hmm. vendors. So we can be proud of that. Um, but there's a lot of other silos in healthcare, like silos of people who are working in incontinence care, skin care, uh, what have you, like falls like and malnutrition, that kind of, every everybody has his own silo. And I think, um, looking to the future, um, I think we need to look at other silos. We need to work really close to other silos, and some. And mm, okay. I, I, have yeah, an example. I talk about like.
0: Sorry. Uh, sorry to interrupt. I talk about like learning from our near peers, the next nearest groups around yeah. manual handling, and and trying to get the best lessons from them.
1: Yeah, I was talking to somebody mm. who was in, uh, you know. Uh, I we, he was, he's working with people who are bad sight, bad uh, sight with you know, eyes. Yeah, these kinds. Yep. Of. And mm-hmm. and then he's. He, we were talking about okay, if you if you can solve that issue by better glasses or uh, I don't know, and then he sees better, and then the chance of, of falling is reduced, mm-hmm. and because mm-hmm. of the chance of falling is reduced, um, you there's a, 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 a this. This guy who was, a let's yeah. say, a B doesn't become a D, so you don't have a patient handling issue. Mm.
0: So, and if you don't fall, you can't get a skin tear and you can't fall on the nurse and injure her on the way down.
1: Exactly. So I think looking to the future, there's all those silos and we can learn really much from each other. For example, as I said, better glasses can uh, uh, reduce back pain in nurses, just you know and you've got loads of those rather silly examples but i think uh, that's the way we should go in the future not, not only focus on lifters and sliding sheets and whatever but maybe glasses maybe you know mm. this the these kind of things or you know mm. the home care for example in holland is really strong but if you have your tepe on the floor or thresholds uh, that's also you know a manual handling or patient handling or let's say uh a musculoskeletal Safety. disorder reduction mm. issue mm. so that's mm. uh, I i think that's the, the for, for the looking at the near future In uh, the near future of course it depends on where you are in, in the world if you're in a mm. nah, it's not a nice word but in mature countries like like uh, mm. uh, with respect to patient handling um mm. I think that's the way to go but you have to have your your silo your patient handling silo really mm. really strong. Because uh, that's mm. the way we, that's the, the, we, yeah. the foundation we. The, fa- yeah, the yeah Yeah, steps. thank you. Mm. Yeah, yeah.
0: So it's been so great to speak to you, Nico, and hear all of those uh, insights you've given us today. I know that your day is just getting started mm-hmm. on the other side of the world. Yeah. So it's you- incredible, isn't
1: it? <laughs> is it dark <laughs> already? To your
0: coffee this morning. Is it dark already? I think so. All right, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Wow. Uh, and hopefully in Australia, we will get to see you out here one day uh, or hear from you again in in some capacity. You can also whatever, wherever come wherever here if you want.
1: May maybe you can come here. That's maybe, well, maybe perhaps, whoever's but...
0: free first.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but thank you. Thank you for the opportunity and the platform. And I really, really appreciate that you are doing this and that you uh, put I guess maybe money and time and energy and whatever in it, to uh, yeah, so I I happen. really uh, I really appreciate that that you're doing this and I wish you all the all the best in sharing knowledge because uh, I think knowledge is free it should be free and should be shared as much as possible. You know, mm. That we uh, mm. help each other basically. That's that's about it. Yeah,
0: yeah I agree.
1: So your platform well, thank is you for
0: important. Your time. Thank you, Nico. Thank you for your time and all your wisdoms. And we will see you again someday. Thank
1: you. Thank you, Simona, very much. Go- Bye-bye.
0: Guten, guten dag. <laughs>
1: that was German. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Okay. Uh, well, it, w- w- it was close, <laughs> but you, you
0: pronounced it German. What, what am I? Okay, what's the pronunciation in uh, go- Dutch?
1: Guten dag. Guten. So, yeah, oh, you have okay. to do the... It's g- g- hard. G- yeah, sorry, I'm not... I'm not. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> you have been listening to the legendary Nico Nib, who makes us all jealous in Australia, talking about his utopia of patient handling in the Netherlands. Nico's been so generous with sharing a wealth of free patient handling resources, as well as all of his international insights. If anything from the show today has piqued your interest, I really hope you'll check out his websites and go on to learn more and share more beyond this podcast you have been listening to the manual handling collective podcast if you're only listening through audio we've also filmed this episode if you want to see a little extra see the link in the show notes subscribe to stay notified of future episodes like share comment and get in touch to hear more of what you want if you know a guest who'd be a great fit for the show just let me know